Good evening, good morning, good day, good night. How y'all doing? It is Views from the Chicks, and I'm T, and I'm here with my girls. Joey's in the house. And Kwana, too. Hi, ladies. Oh, hey, hey. Hi. How you doing? It's been a minute. <laughs> it has definitely been a minute. How is everybody? Fabulous. Wow. How are you guys? You're ripe. You know, you guys are old now, right? Since our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had birthdays. We had events. We were all over the place. We've been booked Concerts and busy. and shows, and we've just been living. We've Life. been living. So definitely don't mind us with the lack of episode. We definitely have a lot in store for you guys, and we have been busy. Booked sure. and busy. So as you guys know, before this episode, we were preparing for our first event that we were hosting, EQ Series BK. So ladies, come on. It was amazing. We had a great time at the event. It was a great turnout. Thank you to everybody who showed out. Thank you to all yes. of the wonderful artists who came. It was great. Um, yeah. I mean, yesterday mm-hmm. was a month yes. um, to the day of, of the event. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It was great. You know, the energy was so live and pe- everyone was so just supportive and just ready to have a good time. You know, Barbie bartender had the drinks flowing, hey. the music was going. Curated vibes. It was, yeah, it was such a great night. Curated such a the great scene, night. so shout out to them. You guys, if you mm-hmm. don't know who Curated Vibes are, uh, they are a group that is focused on bringing creatives together. So check them out on IG, Facebook. They have a website, curatedvibes.com, and check them out. They're definitely dope. They definitely made sure our event was curated to perfection. Absolutely. And definitely shout out to James Bolden. Yeah, and the artistry collection. Yes, without his vision, none of this would have been possible. So we definitely want to give a shout out to him for allowing us to be a part of this moment, especially in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. But we had a really, really dope time. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then we, and then to trickle that down, we actually got to see Ali Ingram, who's one of our uh, favorite artist from England. She's an independent artist on the come up, and we actually went to see her show at the Soho House, and that was amazing as well. Yes, yes, dope, yes. dope performance. Great. Yes, and she just released her colors video Ow! on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So she's singing her song off her latest album, Sweet and Sour. And Colors is a, I guess, a video series where artists come and they perform and it's very bright, bold colors. Like the the editing is beautiful, beautiful and yep. very creative. So you can YouTube that and go check it out. Listen to it. Sounds great. Amazing. Yes. yes. Ellie's mm-hmm. definitely a an amazing person. And not to mention, we've been also busy. We went to go see GoLink. For his pre-Grammy party, that was awesome. We had a lot of fun. We were all turned up, to say the least. Turned up, definitely. (laughs) You know, Grammy weekend was lit, and we got the great, great opportunity to attend this event. You know, we did record an episode for the Grammys. I know you guys are probably looking (laughs) out for that, but we got together, recorded it. But, you know, technology, you know. We basically just lost all the audio (laughs) and it just did not work out. But we had a good time talking about it, you know, recording. Um, 
I think we put out a couple, did we put out a post or something about it real quick? Mm-hmm. Had a couple conversations yes. online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? February has blessed us with so much. Absolutely. That we just have so many other things that we need to talk about, don't yes. we? Yes, yes we it do. is. It is Bickley, 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 Black History Month. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, we like to yes, celebrate. All year round. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. But another reason for us to be proud. So Black Panther is coming out this weekend. And in order to celebrate that in Black History Month, Kendrick Lamar came out with a Black Panther soundtrack. And we Mm -hmm. are here live and in person to give our reviews on this body of work. Ladies, initial thoughts of from after you heard the album for the first time. Mm, I was... I was wowed in the beginning, like with the intro and everything, the beats and the drum. I'm all right. But once that thing hit ops, it was done. Yeah, it was done. It was done. Yeah. I was just like, I, I don't even care what's coming out for this. I'm going to love this 100 percent. Done. Yeah. Well, when I first heard it, I was wondering at first, like, is this the actual soundtrack or no. is this just music that's going to accompany, like, so this, th- it's just a mood? So this is Black Panther, the album curated by Kendrick Lamar and TDE. Got you. That, um, so it's basically just a mood. Exactly. Exactly. It's a mood accompanying the actual score soundtrack, which is actually going to be done or is done by Ludwig. The guy that works with um, Gambino? Yeah, he did um, did, uh, Redbone. Exactly. He did Redbone and then he did Awaken My, you know, more work on Awaken My Love. And basically how the the soundtrack came to play was Ryan Coogler met up with Kendrick and they were, he was just like, you know, I really love your music, love Damn, love everything you put out. Hopefully we Mm -hmm. get to collaborate one day. And then basically when he ran into Kendrick again, he showed Kendrick um, clips from the, from the movie at the time. Mm. And he was just like, we really want you on to contribute some music to this movie. And Kendrick was like, all right, cool, cool. I'm down with it. Started making tracks for it. Then he got to see more clips of the movie. And he said, I could really do something amazing with this. Like, mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. let me be a part of this, like, for real, for real. So I think at that point, they had already had Ludwig. He had already completed the score. But, um, you know, the movie didn't come out yet. So I, I'm curious to see how that plays out. But Ludwig was able to incorporate what um some of the content that Kendrick and everyone else all of the amazing artists on the album was able to do was able to incorporate that in his score for the uh-huh. movie so I'm curious to see nice. how that plays out when it yeah. drops and I saw in an article also that Kugler said he selected Lamar because the themes of his music represent blackness as an identity spirituality power dynamics self-doubt and the honest of kingship which aligned mm. with the film. So that's why he also wanted to get Kendrick on the music tip. Perfect. I mean, perfect. it was a perfect um, collaboration. Mm-hmm. And I like that he used or he worked with a lot of different artists. Mm-hmm. Like hearing Georgia Smith. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. love her. I was like, ooh, is that Georgia? Like, I love like who he picked for each song. Mm-hmm. I think goes very well with what they're contributing to the song. Right. And, um, I, yeah, I mean, my favorite, which T is going to play a little later, <laughs> is probably X. Oh. Like, once that beat came on, I got to tell oh, you. I was like, ooh, this thing is so good. I got to correct you on the name. 
It's not really what? X. Um, what is it? Letter oh. X is a Roman numeral for 10. So the song is actually mm. 10. Are you on 10 yet? Are you on 10 yet? Oh, Are you on 10 yet? Dope. Are you yes. on 10 yet? But we going to get into that. We going to get into that. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, 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 yes. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, I know I'm over here like X. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like X. Okay, cool. <laughs> Makes sense. That is actually awesome. Yeah. I mean, why don't we just get things started and then we get into that song right now? Why not? Let's get Go into ahead. it. Because why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the first song. Um, it's been in a while that Two Chains and Schoolboy Q have been together, and Kendrick and Schoolboy Q has also been together on and i loved how in the song schoolboy he was like um saying to kendrick like i have a lot to be proud of but one thing i'm not is going to be humble and i was like yes comfort mm. him. <laughs> him snatches and i love the references for damn on this too because um because of the title song it was you know it has x which means 10 and then um kendrick has a song you know in Damn, that's called it's XXX, so the three X, which he performed uh-huh. at the Grammys, which we saw when we were watching, which he did an amazing job um, displaying that. And I just love this song because it's talking about being on level 10. It's something to amp you up, gets you motivated. Mm-hmm. You know, Kendrick is always um, worried playing with the fact that his his rapping skills is no not a nine. It's more like a 10. So mm-hmm. the fact that he's like using that in the song as a metaphor kind of relates back to his rap skills and kind of like, you know, what he's always doing, you know, taunting the other rappers like, you know, I'm always better. I'm always going to be 10. I'm always on 10. I'm more than 10. So I love mm-hmm. this song and I can't wait to see if this song is incorporated in the movie in some way, shape or form. But I don't know. This album was just rocking. I listened to it when I was in the airport in uh, nice. Chicago and I was like oh my gosh I was sitting in the seat waiting for my plane and I was just like bumping my head and the beats were dropping and I was just like yes this is giving me so much fucking life mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I feel and I'm always on level 10 so I was like you know what this song fits me like, am I on 10 yet am I there yet I'm here I, I get I'm I'm literally on 10 after the song ends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That song is so hype. I had it on in the house over the weekend. And, you know, it's just me and Sienna here. So I was really hoping that she wasn't going to start saying, like, fuck the place up, fuck the place up. Because she, <laughs> uh-uh. she she's starting to repeat stuff. So, so I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't say that. But I didn't want like, to turn it off. I didn't want to turn the song off because it was so good. But I was just watching her. I was like, maybe she's not really listening. She's over there playing with, like, Mickey Mouse. Maybe she's not listening. <laughs> I was like, but I really don't want to turn off the song. I hope she doesn't start repeating the, the curse words. But oh I, I think we're good for now. <laughs> oh that is gosh. so cute. <laughs> but she but she was dancing so she likes it she approves yeah. okay so it's, it's Sienna approved it's good. if Sienna approves it it's a go mm-hmm. yeah, it's a go it's a I hit. love it's it hit. yeah you gotta mm-hmm. play you gotta play the album for the kids for the culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but can I admit something like I I am I like Hendrick and I sometimes could appreciate him more but this album made me appreciate his level of genius i can truly appreciate him a lot more after seeing how he put this body of work together him and top dog 
and the whole yeah. TDE team, like putting them all on the map, SZA, Schoolboy Q, like everybody. Yeah. It's amazing what they did and how they put all the sound together. It also reminded me of the album, um, My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Was it Kanye West? Yeah, Remember Kanye. Mm-hmm. And he had everybody it's, on there? He had everyone. On, that That's mm-hmm. the same feeling that this album gave me. Right. masterpiece mm. and like what i'll say okay. about this album too like what you're saying t2 how he's how they put like the whole tde roster on there yeah. they got the whole black hippie squad with like absol and j-rock yeah. and schoolboy sir is not on here though well no. yeah true true but i guess but it, you know i guess that would fit but he could you know he could have did some uh, ad libs or you know some runs in the back or something i'm with you on the, who knows we gotta check the credits. He might be in the background. You never know. True. Maybe he wrote. Maybe he wrote because he, he does wrote. write. True. But I feel like they, you know, they orchestrated this so perfectly timing wise because TDE is on their whole tour right now and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Or rather, in the next couple months. But um, I just can love you that. imagine going to a concert and. They break out with, fuck the place up, fuck the place up. Are you kidding me? There better not be no seats. It better be you standing. T- the, like, the house is coming down. Everybody's going to be looking like they just stepped out of a shower. Yep. Like, it's, go- it's going to be crazy. Dripping like water on a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> Dripping like oh water. <laughs> yes, on a whole new oh level. Lord. Yeah, for so those of you who don't know, Dripping Like Water is a party that is was hosted by I guess it was on Temple's campus in I Philly. Temple did host it. Yeah, Temple's campus, Philly's Philly's finest. Yeah. So is <laughs> yeah. this a party where you go in? So you say you had a fresh blowout or whatever, just got a wrap, a ni- nice silk wrap. You came out with a natural fro. The walls, uh-huh. the walls would be sweating. Yeah. I had a friend mm-hmm. who went in there with a white shirt. She came out with her shirt black. Blue. That is black. Yes, and there's there's b- blue indigo dye on the wall because all the guys <laughs> stand up on the wall <laughs> to dance, and then since you know the walls are sweating, there's just nothing but blue dye. Yes, it was a mess. And when you came out, uh-huh, well, nobody mess. asked no questions. You just everybody just go home, be on yep. your merry way. Yeah, go home mm-hmm. up to the after party. That was crazy. But anyways. <laughs> So who, what song is next? What song would you guys like to feature? So the one that I'm going to do is King's Dead featuring J-Rock, Future, Kendrick oh. Lamar, James Blake, Dope Dope Record. This record just makes me feel like I am the boss. Nobody fucking with me. Who want it? You can get it next. Come catch these hands. Ooh, catch Like, em. who want it? This is my throne. Holding it down. Like, it just gets me so amped. Everything is just so very heavily drum based and just popping like i love it i mm-hmm. love the energy that all these tracks have and this one was like no different like j-rock went off on his verse and i'm just like oh i feel this mm, yes mm-hmm. love it can i say love something it. i was little yeah. i don't know not little i was i was entertained that future was on this album <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> entertain that's a nice word that is a nice word because he's not someone who i would think that would represent being woke and black and present you have well no i was gonna i was gonna throw two chains but that's not fair because two chains actually does two stuff Yes, he's very yeah. woke and present, and he yes. says a lot of stuff. So, he was on CNN and all that stuff. So, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so when Future hopped on that song, I was like, okay, okay. I was thrown off 
from it. Mm-hmm. But you know, but, they also got to roll it in because, like we said, this album is supposed to present a certain kind of mood. So Future is someone who is, like, popping right now. You yeah, know? he's a mood setter. So, I think they should have threw the Migos on here. That would have been dope. Mm, for the culture. Like, right. Culture, just culture. for the culture. Just round it all out. Really? You think the Migos would have sounded better than Future? They sound the same. <laughs> shade? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got. They, it wouldn't have taken away from it, I feel. Like, I feel like that would have mm. just. Because if we're trying to rally the troop for the culture, I think people people love the Migos. Why not? Well, maybe. I just don't want to hear any. Like, I just don't want to hear that. <laughs> well, girl, Travis Scott is on here, so. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's not one of my favorite songs. Me neither. I love Travis but Scott. I, but I like Travis Scott. Mm. Like, I Speak like his on music, it. especially the, the song that he has with Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's all over the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Travis Scott, and I do like his music, but, you know, I mean, that's just a personal things just sometimes <laughs> i like i like that he threw james blake right on. like you know what i mean like right. james blake probably lives in a cave in narnia somewhere <laughs> he, <laughs> like he just be pop- james blake just be popping up I he just <laughs> no he did not <laughs> he does because you know what i got the visual i got it i got it she got yeah. it she saw it she seen oh it. I see you know, it. he just he's just there sometimes. Like even on Beyonce's Lemonade, he he just popped he up. Just pop and up. I was like, I'm not mad at it because I love him. But you know, he just but he, he definitely in the back and like, he definitely hey, adds a certain element. Track. He adds a certain yeah. element to it too. Yeah, oh and he's a God. great musician. Great, so it mm. makes sense. But. True, they did sprinkle a few like. I don't want to say random, but a few like unexpected collaborations. Like, right. I love yeah. the collab with Absol and Anderson Pack. Oh my gosh, that was oh, so yes. good! So good. Yes. They're two of like my favorite artists, and I was just like, my heart melted. I, said, oh, I my need God. to see him live. Yeah, I need to see him yes. live. Definitely. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a little, you know, because he hasn't put out like a solid project since Malibu. So maybe this yeah. is like a little teaser. Oh, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Teaser, teaser. Yeah. Like Schoolboy was teasing about his album that he's been working on and it's supposed to be releasing soon. So I feel like this was a little tease too. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is interesting. You know, this is what makes great music, bringing people who you wouldn't expect together to on a compilation album that is mm-hmm. for the people so everyone can have something on here that they like. You know exactly. what I mean? And also introduce people to new artists that they may not necessarily listen to. So I think it was a good combination. So I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. No, I like <laughs> it. Because they have the sprinkles of all the... South African artists. And then yes. I want to give a quick shout out to Bad, Bad, Not Good, the ways mm. on here. So, well, speaking of South African artists, yes. uh, the song I want to play is Redemption. Yes. Featuring Zachary, who is another hip hop artist. And um, I don't know if it's Babs or Babes, Wodumo. I'm, I, th- I think it might be Babs. But I'm not sure. Babs will do mo or babes will do mo. I am so sorry. I am like butchering your name. But um, she's a South African singer. Love it. And she's also included on this song. And I picked this song because I was listening to the album at work. So I had it on. I'm doing work. You know, I'm dancing in my seat. And when this one came on, 
it just reminded me of like like those joyous like afrobeat songs with the you know like the kind of songs that you just have to like you know crouch down in the dirt and just like dance your heart out i was like ooh this one is like oh i like it so much so just made that one just makes me so happy yeah i think it, it the way they even placed the songs like that one just kind of rounds it you know as it get, as you're getting towards yeah. the end just rounds the whole emotion with the mm-hmm. whole album together i love that one yeah, like you can kind of like I was trying to picture like a movie clip mm-hmm. as I was listening to the songs. So when I got to that one, it just reminded me of like, you know, maybe like some joyous scene where like there's a party, like maybe there's a party and they're celebrating something. Maybe they're celebrating a victory. Like, mm. I don't know. So that that kind of gave me that visual. And I was like, oh, this just makes me want to like. Just like dance and be happy and got my friends around and yeah. we're going to fight and we won, you know, like that, that was that. the vibe I got. Yeah, definitely like a vibe. Good album. Great album. Yes. Sweet great album. album. I was telling um, I was talking to T and I was telling Lisa, I was just like, I feel like when I go and actually see this movie, not in a bad way, but I want to be surrounded by blackness. And, oh, of course. Like, I'm looking at the theaters by my house, and I'm like, see, I don't know what the crowd gonna be like. So I feel mm. like I need to go over to the next town <laughs> and go see You it. know what? Do what you need to do, because I told Brendan that we're gonna be dressed up as if it's coming to America. Thank you! <laughs> and we're just gonna show up and be like, hmm. Hey, can I have a ticket? Like, <laughs> like, hey, what what movie are you coming to see? You, you just stand there looking. Me. Like, here you go, two tickets to Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, you no gonna walk idea. in that movie theater demanding respect? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a thing, like a underlining thing that people know. Like on Twitter, I was like watching people's tweets, and they were saying how they're gonna go up dressed in their best African garb or African yeah. print this or like their kente cloth yeah. or like. And I'm Side like, oh. note. Yeah. Did you see the pictures from the premiere with the purple red carpet? Let me well, Yes, I saw it. Everyone looked Did amazing. Did you see? Everybody showed out. I'm telling Like, wow. Janelle Monet looked, everyone looked amazing, but Janelle yes. Monet's outfit. Angela Bassett uh, Angela looked like Bassett? a ray of sunshine. Yes. Oh, with the yellow fringe. Yep. I was like, oh my God. Gambino's orange suits. Looking like the yes. sunsets of Africa. Donald Glover's suit, that <laughs> orange and the brown. Spectacular. I was like, yo, they bringing out the colors. They bringing out the textures. They bringing out the fringe. They bringing out the velvet. Mm-hmm. They bringing out the jacquard fabrics. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. They bringing all of it out. Yeah. Like, shut down. At, like, we're going to show you how we do a red carpet and you know what the carpet ain't even red it's purple mm-hmm. for royalty so y'all just gonna have to compete with this yes <laughs> it I, was so amazing everyone looked so good yeah and another thing that i loved about this movie is because you know there's been a lot of talk about a black inclusion in the film industry you know how um what's that movie last year moonlight won and um just a lot of black movies have been, you know, presented on a higher level. And I just love that mm-hmm. it's continuing on into 2018. 
and that this film hopefully lives up to the expectations that everyone is. And I hope we just like break bust through the charts. Like I hope this is on a Star Wars level. Yeah, it's expected to garner. I think they said one seventy. I want to say billion million. I forget which one, but it's supposed to be the biggest, um, the biggest superhero movie, and it hasn't even officially came out yet. So that's I good. Love it. Okay. So moving on to the next topic, um, <laughs> another topic that we wanted to talk about because there's just been a lot, a lot has been going on in February. But, um, <laughs> yeah, February has been a lot going on this month, but um, we wanted to quickly discuss Quincy Jones <sighs> and these two interviews that popped up seemingly out of nowhere. There's yeah. GQ. GQ was the first one. And then Vulture was the one after. And he is spilling, like, he is just talking, talking, talking. I read Vulture, the interview with Vulture first. And then I read the one with GQ after. And, um, I mean, the interviews are really, really good. Like, he's just talking about his life and what he's working on currently, what he's going to be working on soon. um, And just, like memories of like oh man you know me and Sinatra and Charles um Ray Charles used to party and you know just like reminiscing about the things in his life and he I mean of course he's Quincy Jones he's a musical genius yes you know if for people who don't know who Quincy Jones is I mean that's kind of like hard to think of that people don't know who he is but I'm sure there's probably you know listeners who maybe don't know who Quincy Jones is Quincy Jones is basically he's a he's a composer he's worked on movies he's worked on albums he produced three of Michael Jackson's albums I think he did Thriller Bad and Off the Wall yep um, and <laughs> I'm chuckling because yeah, what he was saying about Michael Jackson in the interview. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Crazy. Um, he did the music for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He he's he's just basically done everything. Yeah. The Color Purple. Um, he's the OG. Yeah. He's an OG musical yeah, he's whisper. OG. Music whisper. He's Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones, the actress. That's her father. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, he's very significant in the music industry. A lot of people mm-hmm. respect him. But he also loves to spill a lot of tea. <laughs> yes, he does. So what tea did he spill? Can we talk about huh. it? He talked about Michael Jackson. He talked about a little bit about Donald Trump and Ivanka. How he used to date Ivanka. He, he went on a date Ivanka. He basically admitted to being a pervert. Literally. <laughs> well, she was she was twenty. She was in her twenties at the time. Still, um, but I don't know if they dated. Maybe they just went out on a date. date. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was an, a thing. Because mm-hmm. he said that she she requested to go to dinner with him. He said, "Yeah, sure." She got you know the most beautiful legs I've ever seen. Um, but her dad is just fucked up and not a good person. Basically. Mm. But and then he said he had um, the GQ interview. He talks about having twenty two girlfriends, like multiple girlfriends all over the world. Twenty two. Yeah, he said he had twenty two. 
Wow. Everywhere, like Cairo and Stockholm and New York and L.A. and Brazil. and He's busy. Which, <laughs> he had I lots mean, of time. it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not surprised. He's Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. If if a young woman knows who he is and they have a chance, even if he is eighty four, you know how some <laughs> women are. Mm-hmm. Always but up for like, the come up. Look at look I, at. I mean, look at Cosby. Just if saying. you had a chance to, if Quincy Jones was like, I want to take you out to dinner, would you say no to that? I say no. I'm, I wouldn't be interested. I, I would Quincy go, but I'd bring Jones, I'd bring somebody with me. <laughs> yeah, we turn in this uh, to a party. And I'm sure he'd be very happy about that. But I mean, not saying not saying you're going back to his hotel, but I'm saying if Quincy Jones was like, you are a beautiful young woman and I want to take you out to dinner. Who who would say no to that? That's Quincy Jones. Mm. I'd be like, yeah, because you're Quincy Jones and you're a musical legend. Doesn't mean I got to sleep with you. (laughs) Yeah. It's tricky because then it's like, you know, you put yourself in compromising situations. But uh, I mean, not if you're in a restaurant. If he's like, yeah, have if he's like have dinner with me in my hotel room. That's a whole nother. That's a whole. <laughs> that's, nother a whole story. Nother no. that's a whole yeah, nother no. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. We got the Me Too movement. I we ain't trying to play that with Quincy. I ain't no, playing no. with him. Yeah, and he around. addressed that too. He also talked about, um, like in the GQ interview, he talked about you know being a dog. Like mm. basically, I was a dog. And I have these beautiful daughters. And he was like, and that's, ba- that's what happens. You run around as a young man. You're a dog. God's going to give you beautiful women in your life, your daughters. And that's just basically like you reflecting on like, you know, this is what you, this is how you treated women in your past. And now you have these daughters and you have to show them and teach them how a man is supposed to treat them. Mm. So he, yeah, he mentioned like, yeah, that's what happens. You're a dog. You're a dog to women and you get these daughters and then you start looking at yourself like, wow. Like, you know, what kind of man am I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then um, the, also the tea that spilled in the interviews about that I was like shocked about was the whole Richard Pryor dating. Who was the guy, Joey? Marlon Brando. Marlo, Marlon yeah, Brando. Yeah, they slept together. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> but Richard, Richard Pryor has... Admitted to that already. Oh, has he? I don't yeah, remember that. In his book, in his autobiography, he's talked about sleeping with men hmm. as well as women. Well, you know, I heard that, um, you know, when they talk about how tortured Michael Jackson was as an artist, I heard that yeah. Quincy used to make Michael do things with him. So, I mean, given like all of this tea, yeah. Mm. yeah or like wit- have him do things with him or witness him do things with other people while mm. he was young you know so yeah. they're saying things like that contributed to michael's like you know mm. his mindset and everything. exactly because you know when you're a child that shit fuck up with you and then you become an adult yeah that sticks with you wow yeah. that's crazy can we, is there such thing as spoiled tea because i don't i don't want none more of this tea <laughs> I don't know if tea can spoil. <laughs> if you add the, if you um, add some curdled milk. Yeah, I but I mean, I understand he's older now, so he's you know he's gonna talk like, and the and you know it wasn't just all like, really you know scandalous stuff he was saying. He was it was the interview was really just more so about his thoughts on life, his thoughts on like 
the people he's worked with, things he's done. Like the GQ interview goes more into his work and his background as an artist. And then the Vulture interview was a little more like gossipy tea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I don't want to know everything. I just rather like people mm-hmm. for who they are and just see them on the surface, especially like when it comes to musicians and actors yeah. and actresses. I don't need to know you guys on a, that deep of a level. On a personal let level. Me, yeah. Let me just appreciate the artwork, the art form and keep it moving. I just don't want to know because it just like changes your opinion on things and you just don't want to think about that stuff. You just want to enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's where separating the artist and the art comes from. You know what I mean? Like, some people can read all this shit and be like, eh, whatever, mm-hmm. and keep it moving. And then others are like, oh, God. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm that person. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of weird about this now. I can't even yeah, listen to I, his music. Yeah. I feel awkward because yeah. all I have I to think, think about I'm, is that. I'm more the person that's like, okay, cool, whatever. Keep it moving. Except for, like, R. Kelly. Like I, I do feel really <laughs> like clammy when I. Hear what makes music. it different with him? Because it was like young people, like minors. Uh, or just... What makes well, well, what makes it like with Michael Jackson? I know he also went through a time where he, you know, remember towards the end of his life, he yeah. was going through trials, and oh, people man. were accusing him of, you know, doing things with children and all that stuff. Um, and then he was. Not acquitted because he wasn't like charged of anything, but um, you know that that kind of went away, and then he just sort of started doing. He started doing music again, like right before and going on tour again, like right before he passed away. So something like that. Um, since we don't really know all the details and like we don't know everything that happened, mm-hmm. I still to this day can't deny or confirm. If that was true, you know, like I'd rather maybe, not think about yeah, it. Yeah, like I like I remember seeing all that, but because it was such a back and forth, like he's denying it, they're denying it. Some people got paid off, some people did like, and then it just sort of went away. You know what I mean? Yeah, like even once he passed them. away, like you never heard about any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like, like what do you? Like I don't know, what do you do if that was true? Would would it would it have kept going? Would it have stopped? I don't know. I think if he was around, they people would because people were turning him into memes, making fun of him, and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think yeah. after he passed away, like I remember VH1 started playing all of his old all old music and music videos. Yeah. Then it made people remember, like, okay, he's like legit Michael Jackson. Like he's not this person that we see today. Yeah. Like he is Michael Jackson. Like he did. Yeah. So I think so many people amazing left things. it. Yeah, yeah, left it alone at that and just mm-hmm. sort of just wanted to live in his legacy. Exactly. But for R. Kelly, it's different because there's so much evidence Yeah, that at this point, if you don't believe it, you just don't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, all good. Yeah. All good facts. I think that was a good... Um, 
uh, hot tea to bring up because <laughs> Grandpa Quincy loves to spill some tea and it was very entertaining. Yeah, and he said in the beginning of the interview, he said, my daughters always get mad because they say I talk too much. Mm-hmm. They say I ha- like I just spill everything. Like they always get upset and say, Daddy, that was too much. But <laughs> he gave a like, little care. It was like, boiling for a while. It was simmering because he hasn't yeah. done a lot of interviews for us to no, even like look up. So yeah. He had to get some things off his chest, but mm-hmm. uh, I guess yeah. so. But I mean, when you're 84, do you really care? No, no. He he honestly doesn't sound like he cared when he was younger. So I can only imagine now how True. he thinks. He's probably just like True. fuck it all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What his daughters call him? Loose lips, loose lips. Quincy L L Q J. Loose lips. <laughs> so they know the real him and this seems uh-huh. to be his authentic self so. they were probably reading this interview like <sighs> <laughs> like rolling can you, their can ass can you just give me my phone can you give me my phone please i just gotta i gotta call my dad mm-hmm. yeah like he <laughs> tried his whole life trying yeah, to <laughs> he was just talking about everything but that's my thing life. like i don't want the scandal to taint the legacy do you know what i'm saying because people remember this more than they would remember anything else in right. my opinion no That's i don't think this will taint anyone's legacy well i'm just people saying people have a gen- very short attention span i'm just saying in general like you know with the whole bill cosby thing and like stuff like that i feel like that's more memorable when these people have actually done better things than these stories are building it up mm. and i feel like the media pumps up stuff so much oh of course they love ratings and they like the attention because people you know we give them the attention, so they're yeah. gonna say but anything. That Bill, that's but the Bill attention. Cosby thing is different. I know, but I just—I mean, for me, like, I just hate when these stories come out. It like taints stuff for me. Like, I—it's just like I feel like that's the only thing that sh- overshadows their work. Just as me personally, I don't know if other people feel that way, but that's how I. Feel. But anyways, I think this was a great way to celebrate Black History through this Black Panther movie the, and the songs that were um formulated on the soundtrack well not soundtrack that's not the right word right not soundtrack but album mm-hmm. um presented by kendrick uh i hope everyone has a great black history month and we have a lot of great interviews that are coming up that we'll be rolling out as well so we can't wait to get everyone's feedback on all those things does anybody else have anything to add before we wrap up nope sounds good yep i'm good all right, so until next time, this has been Views from Chicks, and I'm T. I'm Joey. And I'm Quana. We out. Peace. Bye.